with profound, humble gratitude and love to all venerated enlightened masters. We bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy, blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by their divine grace. Part 3 of 4 Etc. I often told you helping others is helping yourself. Hmm? It's a pity that not many people in the world know this, because only by being charitable and loving can one rescue oneself from misery in the later life to come. If one has not met a master to be liberated in one lifetime, one must be reborn again. And it is better to be reborn in a plentiful environment with uh, not so much suffering, like lacking of comfort, like food, clothing, house, shelter, and every other necessity of life. Please keep watching to find out more. Vegan tested positive for religious belief. Tangy just gravitated towards Penny. They have their own love language. And I've never ever seen Penny in any way hurt Tangy at all. Penny will find her in the sofa and will start wanting to play with her. And I think Tangy sees Penny as a mother figure. I just wanted to showcase their love as how she fell in love with a rescued cat. And we can learn something from them. <laughs> when you adopt an animal, it comes into your life for a reason, to teach you something. And I think that our friendship can teach other people that if they can get along, then us humans, we can do too. I can't see my life without them. Wow, a classy lady. Vegan, you said? Hey, should have guessed. We now invite you to watch the next part of this insightful lecture entitled The Benefits of Charity, Part 2 of 3, on Between Master and Disciples, given in English on January 5th, 1995 in Sihu, Taiwan, also known as Formosa. Kanjani is the old woman's name. Hmm? Okay. It was the time when she was washing a handful of black gram 
soaked in water for cooking her food. Now Busandi decided to snatch away a big spoon of it. And suddenly, in one leap, he flew near the vessel and took a big full mouthful of grain with lightning speed. <laughs> but the alert old woman grabbed him with a greater speed still <laughs> grab him by the neck like this. <laughs> she wrung his neck. Ugh, yuck. And And kept it twisted, so that the grain did not slip down to his stomach. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, with her other hand, she parted the beak, right? The beak of the bird, <laughs> and squeezed out. And I was like. Took out the grain to the last grain from the throat of the struggling crow. Oh. Really, she deserved the award from us. Huh? <laughs> the most masterly woman in the world, right? In history. <laughs> I don't know if there was such a story. There must be, huh? I don't know. Could be, huh? Some people are so. Thoughtless, uh, I'll say, arrogant and stingy, stupid, uh, <laughs> cruel, <laughs> cold-blooded. <laughs> All right. Kakabusandi Ananda Maharaja struggled for his life. <laughs> At last. He was let free after she thought all the grain <laughs> had been, I'll say, poked out by her. Mm. He flew to Lord Vishnu and fell at his feet, half dead. <laughs> Lord Vishnu questioned him as to what had happened after he left him. Mm. Busandi Aganan Ah, uh, never mind, call him Busandi. <laughs> Spell his last long name. Gasp out the whole story, <laughs> pantingly, and said, Oh Lord, oh my God, God Almighty, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was almost strangled to death. I could not succeed in my mission. I'm very sorry. But I could not get even a grain of food from that wretched old woman. Then the Lord Vishnu said, Oh, Busandi, do not say so. Come, let me examine your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Open your mouth, let me have a look. <laughs> so, <laughs> Busandi opened his back like this. <laughs> and the Lord Vishnu used his wisdom magnifying glass, <laughs> wisdom eye with the magnifying glass, look into his throat. 
and found, ah, there's something there. <laughs> what is it? Let me see what it is. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> oh, let's see what it is. It must be something, because this is a story, you know, like movies, there must be something, otherwise it could not continue. There must be something. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Ah, he saw a little bit of husk. The husk, yeah? Maybe the outer uh huh, the outer skin shell of the, the, the grain, right? Of the rice or whatever that was. And uh, stick into his palate. <laughs> Thanks God. <laughs> At least he has not wasted his time and struggle for nothing. <laughs> Sandy, there's a small bit of husk sticking to your palate. I'm satisfied. The Lord Vishnu say, Oh, the Lord is easy to satisfy. <laughs> if we knew that, we wouldn't have to meditate so long every day. <laughs> Tell him we just put the, our bottom on the cushion, that would be fine. <laughs> Better than nothing, since he's so satisfied with even a, a piece of husk. Huh? Okay, so now, ah, the old lady has earned some merit. Oh, bless be Lord Vishnu, so compassionate and loving and merciful. Okay, now he said, Basandi, when she goes back to the world after her death, let her be fed on the husks of the particular grain which was found sticking to your palate. So the old woman will be eating that all her life long. Ah, it must be tasty. <laughs> and then the Lord, so saying, disappeared. Great and marvelous are the benefits of charity and righteousness, even involuntarily. <laughs> Infinite and overwhelming is the love and compassion of the Lord Vishnu. Such is the mysterious potency of even the least act of kindness and charity. <laughs> Probably she didn't want to take it out because she knew it was useless. There was not much there, you know. <laughs> okay, let him have the little husk. That the fruit of it will cling to you and save you in your life beyond. The Lord Vishnu Himself, in His great love, creates opportunities for the redemption and deification of the sinning human. Man has to grasp such opportunities as veritably God-sent. When the old woman, who didn't know meritorious act, was ordained to get Bread made of husk, what would be the result of your hundreds of meritorious acts of feeding the poor, clothing the naked, relieving the distress of others, and comforting the sorrowful? Understand? Yes. Even if she had just let a little bit of husk stick in there, all her life she will be eating bread made out of it. So at least she has a lot of, of things. And if we give people a lot more things, how much would we have? That is the, the uh, conclusion. Huh?
That's the meaning of it. Okay. Never mind. We don't have to say further. Everybody knows already. I often told you helping others is helping yourself. It's a pity that not many people in the world know this. That's why in the last uh, few days, New Year's Day, we made an award ceremony. Mm. So to remind the people of this country and of the world of the noble uh, action of charity. Yeah? Because only by being charitable and loving can one uh, rescue oneself from misery in the later life to come. If one has not met a master to be liberated in one lifetime, one must be reborn again. And it is better to be reborn in a plentiful environment with uh, not so much suffering, like lacking of comfort, like food, clothing, house, shelter, and every other necessity of life. Hmm? And therefore, I encourage other people to practice charity, not because I need them to help me to help others, <laughs> but it is for themselves because they need it. Hmm? Because uh, they never know whether next life they have enough merit to live such a comfortable life again, like they do in Taiwan now. Hmm? So it's better they continue to sow the good deeds. And that is if they don't see any master. Yeah. Uh, when one sees the master, whether one does good deeds or no good deeds, one still practices meditation, and the merit is enough to liberate you. Uh, we don't have to come back again to enjoy a good or bad life, so no problem. Kapish. Mm-hmm. That's it. Enough? No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> <laughs> and you say, no, I mean, maybe, right? <laughs> okay, let's see what's the next one. Okay, let's move to another higher level. <laughs> this is mental worship. Hmm? We talk about charity. It's uh, very meritorious. But how about meditation? Yeah? How about prayers, how about mental worship in the Lord instead of doing charity or together with charity, okay? Mental worship means a devotee, a follower, doesn't use any external objects such as flowers, incense, uh, drums, gongs or statues, uh, food offerings, etc. to worship. Now, Arjuna, you remember Arjuna? Mm, the devotee of Lord Krishna. It is uh, recounted in the Bhagavad Gita. You know, huh? Okay. Arjuna was very fond of doing long and ostentatious external worship of God. He had a spacious worship room lit up with countless lights. He used gold and silver vessels. He spent several hours in ceremony and worshipped Lord Shiva. He would sit 
for many hours and throw cartloads of flowers, you know, um, like our car, no? busloads <laughs> of flowers at the image of Lord Shiva. You know Lord Shiva? Yeah, one of the Hindu gods, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Huh? Shiva is supposed to be the lord of destruction. Actually, he destroys evil. Hmm? He doesn't destroy good people. Okay, destroyer doesn't mean destroying a good uh, creation. It destroys only evil. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, there was a brother of Arjuna called Bhima. He never sat to do any worship. He never went to the temple. He always goes to Meli. <laughs> he used to close his eyes for a few minutes just before dinner, just a few minutes before dinner, and do mental worship of Lord Shiva. Perhaps just like the way you do. I know every time you. You get the Kang Bay, you just like this. I don't know what you do. <laughs> and sometimes the person behind me, <laughs> when you do like this, the person behind takes the food. <laughs> he stole some food from you and you don't even know. <laughs> he closed his eyes a few minutes just before dinner and did mental worship of Lord Shiva. Perhaps he makes offerings, huh? Or recites the five names or something like that. Ah, okay. Arjuna thought that he was a great devotee of the Lord and that he was highly pious and devoted. He thought that his brother Bhima had no devotion. Therefore, he looked down upon him with content. <laughs> Lord Krishna found out the attitude of Arjuna and wanted to teach him a good lesson and bring him to his senses. He proposed uh, to Arjuna to take a trip to Mount Kailas, the abode of Lord Shiva. You know where Mount Kailas is? I also don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that it is in Tibet. Somewhere in the Himalayas, huh? one of the holiest mountains. Mm, and the Indian people, as well as the Tibetan people, the Buddhist followers and Hindu followers, they often go to Mount Kailas as one of their pilgrimage centers. Okay. And the way there is very, very dangerous and very difficult to, f- to, to follow through. Mm. There are no shops and things like that. You have to take your own food, yeah? Bring your own sleeping bag and tent. Mm. If you can survive the weather, <laughs> then you can come back. Otherwise, goodbye. Sayonara. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. Arjuna did not suspect anything, so he gladly uh, consented to the proposal of Sri Krishna. They both started on the journey. What a good master, huh? If want to teach a disciple, must go with him, uh, must endure the same hardships, so that Arjuna can learn a good practical lesson by a living example. Uh, such a good master is he. Huh? If it were me, I say, you go alone. 
I stay here and pray for you. <laughs> I will ask the inner master to protect you. <laughs> because uh, in the old days, the master of uh, any uh, degree did not have so many disciples. Huh? I don't think they could have many disciples because of the uh, communication and transportation problems. Mm. Also, they tested the disciples long before they accepted and things like that. Huh? Also, it was not easy to organize everything in such a big scale like today. Besides, even today, not any master can have many disciples, right? Anytime, for example, we uh, make a lecture, many thousands of people come, eh? only a few hundred stay. And then after that, (laughs) fewer left behind to continue the practice, right? Anything can uh, tempt them to go away. Meet, women, money, family, influence, friends, society, anything, old habits. Drag them back to their uh, older habits. Supreme Master Ching Hai, vegan, is a world-renowned spiritual teacher, humanitarian, and artist. To learn more about her compassionate life and teachings, please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash master. For me, being able to live a happy and healthy life whilst competing at the highest level of my sport and being able to do that whilst avoiding as far as possible causing pain and suffering to animals is very rewarding. I hope more of us can realize how much more valuable our lives become when we are achieving not at the expense of others. Sarah Stewart, Vegan Tomorrow on Between Master and Disciples. So you know, huh? In our place, huh? In our non-temple temple, huh? <laughs> we don't bother with flowers and incense or drums and gongs or anything. We just bother with sincerity and inner devotion. That's why I tell you to concentrate and meditate. Huh? No need for outer performance so much. No need to even bow to me or bow to any Buddha. The Buddhas do not expect these things. They expect that you are devoted to yourself so that you can find your Buddha nature and become a Buddha or become one with God. Find your own glorious nature and be of help to yourself and many other beings. The most powerful daily prayer for any time and before meditation, which is the order from God and Supreme Master Ching Hai, 
shares with us by His blessed grace. We humbly worship, praise, thank, obey, and love God Almighty, the Most High, the greatest for world vegan, world peace, and our soul liberation. We thank, love, praise the only Son of God, who is the ultimate master for our salvation. We follow the teaching of all the saints and sages. We thank, love, and praise them who are the representatives of God for our spiritual elevation. Precious viewers, we thank you for your company for today's episode entitled The Benefits of Charity, Part 2 of 3, on Between Master and Disciples. Coming up next is Charity and Wisdom from Judaism, the Talmud, Part 2 of 2, on Words of Wisdom, right after Noteworthy News. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more constructive programming. Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds, hell not reach. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash bmd. Unsere Sendungen bieten viele Sprachen. Gehen Sie auf suprememastertv.com schrägstrich 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 schrägst